welcome back to Check, Please, the D&D podcast. Last time, our heroes prepared to set out on their new quest to stop a possible invasion of orcs from the west, or at the very least warn the authorities and provide valuable intelligence. They've gained what items they could and are now heading into the western frontier lands. Toward the Vistgart Citadel. Is there anything in particular you would like to do while traveling? Uh, spend that time attaching my scope to my heavy crossbow. Okay. I don't know how many days that will take me in general. I... No, I mean, it's very little time at all. I mean, oh, I'd, okay. I'd say one day and you can have it pretty much done. Oh, fantastic. I think Soul's probably just, like, guiding the cart with Vera in the front. Okay. And, like... As soon as, like, they notice that Vera's probably got better control than they do, they take out their instrument and start, like, doing a travel song. Like, y'all recommend <coughs> heartless pieces of shit. Is it good? <laughs> it's decent. It's not the best. It's not, like, their telecow song. But it's it's just a very basic tune to help pass the time. I wonder, uh, do we just sleep in our cart normally? Or what uh, do we do? There's when, not really enough... There's not quite enough room in the car- in the cart to sleep for everyone. Uh-huh. So I, what I would Im- imagine you guys have been doing is that you would, you know, pull the thing over to somewhere relatively flat, and you would set up a small camp okay. each night. So you'd have your bed rolls, and you'd probably construct a fire. I would like to role play uh, the second night of camping. Okay, that's fine. All right, so the first day of travel um, seems to go pretty much without incident. Let me go ahead and verify that with a roll here. Yeah, it goes without incident. So you oh, guys... Right. Travel west along the road, and a day's travel later puts you uh, near the crossroads. Um, there's a the road here splits, and uh, one of them turns south uh, and goes toward uh, the small city, the small town of Reitberg, as well as the uh, southern borders of the of the nation. It also continues west to go toward Viscart. Uh, the area is dotted with small farms and like little micro towns, like just Aww. little tiny villages. Uh, dot the whole landscape. I mean, this is all pretty much flat, rolling farming lands anyway. This is all sort of... Awesome, it's Illinois. Kinda, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's full of, you know, your 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 typical uh, robust vill folk. So they're, they're pretty much just out here, you know, living and farming and making their lives. Now, are they, like, are they Midwest friendly or are they, like, Southern friendly? Um, these guys are probably Midwest friendly. Cool. Soul's probably been waving to like almost every farmer they've passed. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they all they all return your wave uh, with a polite smile. Yay! <clears throat> Midwest friendly is the best. <laughs> I would actually like to talk to Archie about a thing. I want to unfold him at some point. Sure. <laughs> Explain to him stuff. Mm-hmm. I uh, I think I give you an inadequate explanation to your questions earlier, and I want to make sure you're properly educated. The dress does have a function. Uh, it is for, uh, how would you say, social lubricant to make sure that uh, in the proper social situations, uh, one is correctly received. Uh, the more appealing visually that the garment is, the more likely it is to go over well, but uh, obviously there are other factors involved. But I hope that answers your question more accurately. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> Social goddamn lubricant. I Ew. hope you never say social lubricant again. In your Ew, life. So gross. <laughs> it's not the first time I've said it. Love that word. Yeah, uh, Archie seems to kind of understand that once you put it into into phrasing, he can understand. He he kind of gets it. He's like, oh, I, I understand the concept of lubrication. It's a, it's important. 
<laughs> perhaps you should not have gone straight to metaphor, but perhaps the concept is connected with him. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he uh, after taking in this new information, he asks if it would be beneficial for him to also have one. <laughs> yes! Well, Please give him like If you would like one, I can uh, see about purchasing one. Uh, Archie does not understand the the intricacies of human or not human but the intricacies of, of of clothing so they just know that you you're wearing one and you're saying it's a benefit so they're also interested in owning some form of clothes oh sweet summer child well, i will uh, certainly find something for you at the next opportunity <clears throat> unfortunately we're heading to a fort right now so it will be a little bit when we return to civilization i will certainly seek something out Alright, Archie thanks you. So, the first day of travel goes pretty well. Um, you guys camp that night. I'm gonna roll another roll here. So, you guys, uh... Motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're, you're fine. I you're saw fine. those invisible dice! No, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Those so, are um, okay dice. Uh, yeah. You, you, guys, you guys make camp for the night, and um, you kind of hear <clears throat> some, some strange sounds at one point in the night. Soul, you're the only one that kind of that kind of like clearly gets an idea of what it is. Oh. Yeah it it sounds like almost like a, a miniature localized tornado. What? <laughs> so it sort of sounds. So basically, it, you're hearing the sound of grass rustling from okay. air, but in one in one particular place. And it's nearby, and it's pretty faint. It's just the sound of, like, grass rustling as if there was a breeze. There's no breeze. Not really. Uh, okay. So it's, it's strange for there to be air movement. <clears throat> give, give me a knowledge arcana. Uh, okay. If you have it. Which you're barred, so do. of course you do. Oh, wonderful. Okay. <laughs> arcana makes me sneeze. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, it, it, it has worse effects on others, so... You you kind of lucked out, but you only sneeze. It's a twenty six. It's a twenty six. So you you actually recognize what this is based on the sound. This is the sound of an air elemental. Oh, oh shit! The sound of a what? A being known as an air elemental. Oh, elemental. And yes. What do I know about those creatures? Well, you know that they're from the elemental plane of air. They're beings. Uh-huh. They're they're sentient beings made of air. And they are sort of the spirits of the wind kind of a thing. They're often harnessed and used by mages or wizards to, to perform tasks. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. And you're, so... you're the only one that has recognized <clears throat> that there is anything out there and what it is. You, you, I'd you like killed to quietly... both of those skill checks, by the way. Re- Thank you. <clears throat> I would like to quietly um, relay this to the rest of the party. Just like, yo, like, don't freak out. But I think either someone's casted an air elemental here, or that's just kind of here. Either way, I don't know how safe we are. Can I? Can I tell how many there are? Just one. Just one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just one. Not really sure how I feel about that. Yeah, I would. I would like us all to ready our weapons just in case. Do I know how to defeat these? You know that they're maybe. Sus- yeah, I mean they're susceptible <clears throat> to. Uh, well, give you, you actually give me a knowledge planes for that one. Okay. Ooh. <clears throat> Ooh. Knowledge the planes. Yeah. Nine. You are not quite sure if they're like weak to anything, but you do know that like you're pretty sure that that normal 
regular weapons aren't gonna hurt them since they're made of air. So you might you might need like magical weapons or energy damage of some form. So hitting them with like elemental damage or <clears throat> something magical probably would yeah, do the least, trick. At least my weapon will do something. But <laughs> yeah, I like to the, let everyone know. If only the party <clears throat> had enough uh, resources that they could have bought magic weapons. God damn you. Hey, I mean, very good. Can use magic at least. You got. I mean, I mean my 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 weapon's magic. Um, it's just not a magical weapon. Yeah. Well, I think did at least one of you buy a, a magic weapon enchantment? I mean, yes. I upgraded Symphonia's way. I chose, but... but I chose a. Did I choose the? No, I chose to increase more my spell. I was Three's... about to choose something to um to improve my weapon. Looks like Soul's carrying the party again. I don't think no. that uh, I don't think that someone could really imbue my weapon because yeah. of its unique quality, like its its unique uh, mate. And I, I think that still... Melifera would have to. No, no, I, I'm talking about for like buying stuff, for, like, mm-hmm. like oh. buying an enchantment. I oh, I you could do probably get you could probably get an enchanted. I don't think it'd be that difficult. You could probably get some magic laying into that bitch. I'm gonna just inspire courage. Just in case. Just okay. In case. All right. Uh, okay. So you uh, you use one of your bardic performances and uh, inspire courage, even though combat hasn't started. Why can't I use it ahead of time? Because that's fine. You can use it ahead of time, but I'm just saying, there's nothing's attacking you guys. Yeah. Well, I like being prepared. Okay. I'm a little skittish right now. Well, why don't All we right. just find another place to camp? Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could keep moving. Is everyone okay with that? There, there's plenty we could of try spots, saying I'm sure. Hello. Let's not do that one. <laughs> Golly, none of y'all. Marcus, I get you've fought a will wisp or whatever, but <laughs> you need Just to calm hello. down because you're not that good anymore. Listen, how about how about we start Listen, moving and you? You can say hello. You say hello. We're gonna go. And then you uh, you can run up to us and tell us how it went. Yeah. But if you're getting attacked, don't don't run up to us. Yeah, just stay there and die. Wow. Well, well I wasn't going to wow. say it like that. <laughs> Sorry, oh, that kind of slipped out of my mouth. So we're going to kind of pack up our camp and start keep going, I guess, for right now, just to find a different camp area to avoid that elemental. Soul has Symphonia's wit out, just in case, just... Just okay. diddling. So yeah, okay, so you guys uh, pack up your camp and you move uh, a little ways down the road and you set up a new camp. Okay. Okay. <laughs> another perception roll? Sure, yeah. Hit me with another perception roll. Let's see, Let's see what happens there. I got a 14. Oh, damn. That sucks for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. So yeah, so yeah you, you, you lost it. Didn't follow you. Okay, cool. You know, it could have been trying to deliver a message. Archie, wow. Archie, uh, Archie is going to ask Levette what that whirring sound is. Soul starts to sweat. <laughs> I'm uh, not quite certain. It's, it's possibly the air elemental we told about earlier. Can you feed an air elemental? Oh, they don't really eat. They don't, they don't really eat anything. Can uh, you pet them? They don't really have a physical body, so no. Hmm. Are you sure it's not just Archie? <clears throat> He's normally uh, making whirring noises every once in a while. Like a computer. Archie gives you a look. <laughs> <laughs> this, the whirring noises he makes are very calculated. They mean something specific. This is a little more natural, <laughs> I think. Can anyone I don't know, I don't learn how to it. listen to Archie? Um, it, 
is possible. It probably would take some practice and some knowledge of clockwork. The fuck? <laughs> well, uh, each sound he makes, each click, is either affirmative or negative, and when compiled, they create more complex ideas. Hmm. Sol is interested, but doesn't know how to learn it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try and explain it anyway, but I'm not oh, going to character go into the, the detail, but it's very at length and complicated. He basically speaks in binary. Oh! Yeah, so you'd have to learn binary to know what he's saying. Okay, um, so Sol, just from the information that you gave from Archie, I guess Sol's gonna be like, oh, well, well, okay, I guess. I'm still gonna have my instrument out, I guess. Just in case. Alrighty. Uh, Maybe we should just go to the town and just Skip sleeping. You guys want to travel through the night? I don't know. Well, well, rest is important. It well, is. Well, that's going to find a cozy little corner in the cart somewhere and curl up there and sleep. I'm going to I'm gonna go on the roof of the cart. To, to be fair, we're, we're the only ones that really need to stay awake, if anything. So. Yeah, I've got plenty of energy. I only need four hours at some point. Like, they can sleep in the cart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not tired? Well, I'm tired. Well, why don't, why don't you sleep then? I can take care of the horses. I'll get my four hours of meditation when we get to the town. Alright. Alright. So, everyone fucking holds up in the carriage. Alright, so everybody holds up in the carriage and gets uncomfortable sleep. <laughs> and Sol's just gonna keep going. And Sol's gonna keep going. Alright. Motherfucking. You travel through the night, and yep. you arrive morning at Vistgart Citadel. Sol looks done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at this point, you're all pretty bushed because Soul has not rested at all and the rest of you got kind of shitty sleep because the cart is bouncing around on this road uh, and you didn't really get much rest. Perfect. Our characters feel exactly like I feel. <laughs> Hashtag relatable. This is what we get for doing this in the morning. Yes. All right. Hell, I'm awake anyway. 10 I don't well, care. Yes, you do. No. Oh. It's 10.30. There's something very, like, advanced Dungeons & Dragons about this map, and I love it. Mm-hmm. So you, you find yourselves mm-hmm. at Vistgart Citadel, which is a, a pretty large two-tiered fort. There's an, uh, an outer courtyard and an inner courtyard, so there's multiple gates that an attacker would have to break into. Um, the entire thing is covered in towers. It looks like a, a nice, imposing stone fortress. There are a number of, of soldiers moving around, doing their, their daily tasks, and uh, they seem to be on a level of heightened alert. Do you want yeah. to uh, to ride right up to the gate, or what would you like to do? Now remember, Sol is in lack of sleep mode right now. Do we have any like white cloth that we can just put on a stick and be like, let us in, I'm tired? I mean, I don't think they planned on hacking us. I don't know, there's people up in the sky, and... They look really alert. Why don't you just wave at them? Okay, soul waves, like, really sadly. <laughs> just kind of flailing more than waving. <laughs> Hello? I, I, uh, I would like to cast uh, Great Water in Soul's face to wake them up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just, like, just make it like a little water boot. <laughs> Thanks. I feel great now. The hell? Sure. Thanks. Can we just so we'll remember sleep this? up here and take a quick nap before we go in? I'm sure they won't mind. 
without sitting outside for a bit. Sol is uh, gonna cast some, like, dancing lights <clears throat> up closer to them and be like, make a make a bit of a, a flashing white light to get their attention. Can we come in? There's a, there's a few soldiers that are standing around in front of the gate and uh, they kind of, like, motion you guys forward. Okay, we go forward as much as a soul can in tiredness. Good morning. So you said you're. Are you on foot? Or are you bringing the cart in? Uh, we bring, oh, right. We have the cart right now. If okay. they want to check it or something. Okay. So you you uh, you ride the cart up to the gate. The soldiers ask what your business is here. All right. I'm gonna uh, put on my top hat and hop out the back and walk over to these guys. Oh. Okay. So. I thought we were taking a nap. <laughs> you were taking a nap? That's what we were saying that we were. Good uh, morning, sir. I am Lilvet Zanellis, Mickey Bodwins. It was my traveling company. We uh, traveled from Hartenshin to help with an impending crisis, I think. He looks at you kind of strangely and he says, Well, that's interesting. Word shouldn't have made it. I mean, word might have just reached there, but strange has already gotten people here for us. Oh. We're very proactive. Word must travel quickly. Well, yeah. come on in then. They, he, he signals the gate to be opened, and these two large wooden with um, iron reinforced panels gates swing open and uh, <laughs> allow you guys entry into, into the uh, outer courtyard. I'll turn back mm. and give everyone the double thumbs up. <laughs> cool. Soul just kind of like nudges the horses along, and it's like a really disheartened like nudge. Just like, I'm sorry, I was driving throughout the night. Is there any place that I could sleep or meditate or so do something? The gate guard directs you to a stable built along the southern wall, uh, where you can park your cart and and put your uh, ponies in for rest. And they said that there's a few buildings there built along the southwest that should be somewhat dark and quiet. I'll take it. I'm, I start to lead the horses over to the stable. Okay. I like to imagine Sol attempted to like go to one of the other buildings, but then just like slept in the stable. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna draw in your carriage here, and go ahead and stick your ponies in that stable, and you just kind of collapse on a bale of, or on like a pile of hay and yep. fall asleep. Well, Ugh. start to meditate, however you want to do it. Say lovey. Sol is out. Audi 500. Okay. You guys see uh, there's an officer uh, walking around the uh, the main courtyard area, which, by the way, the main courtyard area is pretty filled with people. There's a number of squads of soldiers that are forming up and sort of running through morning drills. Uh, an officer walks over to you guys, uh, seeing, you know, you're, you're not really in uniform. You are kind of look a little out of place. By the way, the Ville's uh, military uniforms are black with silver trim. In case anyone was curious, what happens to theater of the mind this shit, their armor is black with silver trim. Okay, so the officer comes over to you guys, and he asks what your, uh, what, what business brings you to the Citadel today, of all days. Good officer, uh, good morning, officer, sorry. We are, we were told there was some sort of potential incursion, and we are here to provide uh, some, hopefully, specialized reinforcements. That's very interesting. We had just sent word out last night. We weren't expecting anyone to arrive for another two days. Well, you're, you're in luck. The commander has just uh, authorized the use of emergency funds for the hiring of mercenaries. Oh, good. Souls asleep. They can't make a comment. That's <laughs> 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 would you, <laughs> like, fucking money. Would your group be 
combat capable? No. We have been known to be. We can also assist with more simplified... We can assist with strategy if it is necessary. And helping around the fort for the next couple of days. Interesting. He he uh, he he thinks on that for a second. He says that he'll he'll go and con- uh, convene with the commander and uh, come back with an offer. Okay. So he uh, he moves off to the inner courtyard. While he does that, I'm gonna unfold Archie. All right. And I'll be like, Archibald, could you be a deal and help the guards with anything they might be doing? Um, like Archie, the heavy lifting. Archie nods to you and walks over to the guards. He walks over to one of the soldiers and sort of says something to them in in, uh, in Cog, and the soldier just kind of looks at him. Um, Archie says something else in Cog to try to explain himself, and the, the soldier kind of takes a step back. The more soldiers start to gather over around, there. and Archie kind of holds his arms up in a gesture to that you think probably means like hello or or I'm friendly. And at this point, the guards like hands start reaching for their swords. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I'll run over there. This, this is uh, a friend. He does not speak the local language, but he is here to help. The uh, the soldiers are wary of this being, and you, for bringing it here. Oh my god! <laughs> they don't understand. We'll find them, they won't help. Oh, I need to go. I'm going back to sleep. Bring Archie back to the cart and sleep in there. Alright, so some time passes, you guys catch up on your sleep, and you wake up somewhere time around early afternoon. At this point, you see that a uh, scroll has been left near you guys uh, where you were sleeping. Apparently, the officer had come back while you were still out and did not want to wake all of you. <laughs> so he just left a scroll there for you guys to read once you awoke. I assume that means that Sol has been reading it since before yeah. we woke up. Oh, that's fair then. So yeah, Sol, Sol, when you come out of your meditation, you find it and read it. It appears to be a contract for employment. Okay. They want to hire you guys as short-term mercenaries to okay. scout and report back any vital information about the unknown force coming from the West. Just scouting. Hmm. Okay. Anything like troop compositions, troop numbers, uh, equipment quality... Basically, anything that could help them give them a military edge before uh, a possible conflict would be useful. Okay. So, Sol kind of looks down at everyone. He's just like, y'all could have just gone to, like, better place to sleep. You didn't have to. You know what? It's fine. I leave the scroll down, and I, I take a walk out the stable to do some good stretching, prepare for the day. Whose name was on it? The commander? Yeah, it, it was signed by the commander of the Citadel. Commander Ernst Barval. Okay. So... Soul's kind of gonna just probably wait around for everyone to, like, wake up, because it would be better to have the whole team. Don't want to seem too disjointed. They're gonna they're gonna stroll around the courtyard for a bit while they wait for everyone to get their full rests. And maybe look for people. Just in case. Just people. Just people. No one in particular. No one in particular. Just in case. <laughs> people look for people all the time. Yeah. It's normal. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> Do I need to do a perception roll or anything to look for a certain person? Um, yeah, you can do that. Okay. The, that is a 25. All right. You, uh, but you, I happen to see him. Yeah, you look around and you don't notice anyone you recognize among the crowd. Oh. So it kind of looks a little disappointed, honestly. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <sighs> Would there be any sort of, like area in the fort that would have books or anything? Uh, possibly in like the actual keep, but you're oh, not allowed okay. uh, into the I'm inner courtyard. Okay. I'm gonna go oh. back into the stable and like 
take care of the horses, kind of scrape out their hooves, brush them a bit, hmm. make sure they're clean and well-fed and stuff well, while I'm waiting for everyone else to wake up. That's very nice. Is everyone sleeping in the cart? I don't think they're in the cart. I think, like, half of them were on the hay. I, I'm pretty uh, sure I'm, like, on the ground or something. You're on the ground, yeah. Okay. Fucking druid. Mm. This is druid's bed, man. That's as comfortable as yeah. it gets. <laughs> if it's too comfy, it's not comfortable. That's right. Makes sense. <laughs> Uh, whatever floats your taco boat, Vera. Fuck is a taco? Someone said tacos. Wait, are tacos a traditional gnomish food now? Oh my god. <laughs> you tell me, Brady. <laughs> so Sol's been taking care of the horses, probably checking the cart, seeing if there's been any damages or anything that they can take care of. I feel like Sol probably, whenever we're in like a bigger village or something, we're probably going to buy a better cart so y'all can sleep better next time. At least that's how Soul thinks. <laughs> it's like, man, no one got good sleep last night. Kind of my fault. I should get a better cart. Boy, everyone be okay. At least, like, I only need four hours, and I can do something like that again in case it does happen. So. Waiting for everyone to wake up. Yeah, so we'll pass time forward, and uh, everyone is, is rested. Like, like I said, it, it's now early afternoon, and the party is awake, so. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Good okay. morning. What time is it? Oh, it's a bit past midday. Um, are you keeping an eye on us? Are you watched again? Are we slept? Sorry, I guess I'm still a bit tired. Well, I was taking care of the horses mostly. I don't oh. like watching people while they sleep. I think that's weird. I uh, had to Why? set out Is... cheats and not do that, so I understand. <laughs> Did uh, anyone come to... Oh, yeah. Sol kind of, like, just throws the scroll at everyone. We should read this. Oh. I'm going to inspect it thoroughly. All right. See any of that fine detail that I can miss? So, the main details is they want to hire you as short-term mercs, do some scouting for the army. They can authorize a payment of 1,000 gold pieces. And this is for what they would consider non-combat duties. All right. Um... It also has a a disclaimer, or uh, rather a caveat, (laughs) that if you guys are forced to engage with the enemy, you will you to be offered a bounty per enemy slain. Ooh. There is a small caveat here. I hope, hope you saw this, sir. But other than that, military contracts are pretty straightforward. They don't have lots of fine prints. It all checks out to me. Shall we sign? Should we sign? I don't see why not. It's here for, is it not? I you guess. Get money. I'll mm. be the first to sign it. Okay. What's all sign that? Why would you not sign be... it? Why don't we uh, talk to the commander and see, do they even have any information, really? Yeah, I would like to know more about what we're actually facing and if they're actually bad people. Or, or is something. that our job? That That's sort of your job. Like, they don't really know. That's oh. why they're hiring you guys to go I, Well, they mostly want us to scout, yeah. so like, we like don't they said, have to kill. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a non-combat contract, but with the caveat that if you do have to fight, they'll pay you additional money. I'm definitely capable of scouting. So. All right, so... Signs their pseudonym. Okay. On the contract. Alan Smithy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of Smithy contracts these days. <laughs> Vera will sign also, then. All right. I mean, it really doesn't even require more than one person's signature, but that's fine. <laughs> Don't care! <laughs> there, there, it's important! There <laughs> no, it's There's, like, a line for a signature, and then everyone else is just kind of scribbled all over the contract. I, I look at it. Does, uh, does Archie need to sign this? No, yeah, do you only... want Archie to sign this? Only I needed to sign it, actually. And you decided that for us? We already decided this when we agreed with Siva. As if oh, we did not complete I this. I just don't like contracts. I'm sorry. What's wrong with contracts? They are 
a very respected form of legal binding. They make sure that people don't yeah. constantly betraying one another. The story's too long right now, so I just, I don't know. I don't like having my name associated with such things. I am not uh, the most traditional norm, but I can always appreciate a written contract, especially one like this with no hidden caveats. Except for uh, the one for benefit, of course. I just don't like it. Yeah. I just <laughs> don't like it. Yep. Doing uh, work for the military, I must admit, is a little uncomfortable, but we are already working for uh, you-know-who. Yes, but hers is a bit more secretive, and I don't have to worry about my name being on anything. Well, you didn't need to sign this, but you did anyway, so... Soul points to the name. It's not mine. cucumber patch. (laughs) 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 Fuck Kyle. (laughs) Right, did you like that? That makes no sense. Okay. Well, I hope this didn't void the contract, but... <laughs> Don't worry, you said only one name needed to be on there. Yeah, that's my... <laughs> Anyways, Sol's just kind of like, well, let's go find out who we need to give this contract back to so that they can verify it. Verify it, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We've done this joke too many times, guys! <laughs> minus, minus five. Minus, <laughs> minus five. five. Minus five. All right. <laughs> Too many times. Jeez. Minus five. Here we go, everybody. That tax is going up. <laughs> yeah, just at Kenny's command. What's this bullshit? Minus Next time five. you make a pun. At Soliana's command. Five. Thank there we you go. very much. There we go. Minus five. It's been done. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. Jeez. All right. So the oh, both me and Archie took it. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that was rough, right? So it is ten. <laughs> Actually, hold on. I just had a thought. If Sol was uh, was the ruler, would they be king or queen? They, no, it's I, it's not royalty, though. No, I understand. But this is just a general... I, I just Uh-oh. said, it's good to be the queen. But then I thought, wait, they are they. So what would they be called? King it's or queen? It's good to be the monarch. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Boom. Glorious leader. Yes. Fearless leader. <laughs> All praise. Big daddy. Big daddy! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, Big boy. Daddy Soul. Big Daddy Soul coming to get you. <laughs> oh my! All right. So you all turn that contract back over to the officer in the in the outer courtyard, and they they wish you uh, luck and speed on your journey, and suggest that you not take that cart with you if you intend to move quickly. Oh, do you mind if we leave the cart here then? He, he shrugs and says, "Yeah, it'll, it'll be fine, just where it's at." Do you? Would you require additional horses? Like, to travel? Oh, you're saying we should travel with just horses? Basically, he's saying that if you want to be quick enough to avoid whatever enemy this is, you might want to have something faster than foot travel. If we could borrow some. Yeah, he says that that would be fine. He could authorize probably two additional horses. Marcus needs a pony. (laughs) Yeah, so you've got got two, and he can authorize two more. So you'd have four. Two of them would be, you know, military property. So you'd have to return them. Yeah. But you wouldn't them. happen to have any ponies, would you? Yeah, they do. They they have some small folk in their military, so they've had some ponies as well. Can ponies keep pace? Yes. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> okay. So, um, are we borrowing some ponies? <laughs> I mean, uh, however many you guys need, I guess. So probably one. Oh. And then the animals you had before were also, what were they? Were they horses or ponies? We had horses. Me, me okay. and 
All right, cool. So that means you'd have two owned horses and then a borrowed horse and a borrowed pony. Well, actually... Or no, sorry, you have two borrowed ponies, right? Because you have two small folk. We do. Although I would not mind riding with someone else because I am not going to stay on horseback the entire time. Well, I mean, you could probably fit alongside Marcus on his pony. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that way you can jump off easier and stuff. Okay, so you got the small folk riding together. Wow. <laughs> nice. Wow. Just... <laughs> Shut sure down. Make <laughs> sure you get a big enough pony so that you can carry that big-ass head of your... Wait, that was... Uh... Wow, that was really mean to live at. What yeah, the hell? that was very rude, honestly. I don't Dude, know what the fuck, Marcus? I'm not really sure what even, like... That meant. What dictated that sort of a response. I, I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad for Levette. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Levette. <laughs> Could yeah. you uh, see why I don't really have a lot of interest in that idea? The universe, me. the universe pats you on the shoulder and says it'll be okay. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, Archie. Yeah, that's come, it. Come ride with Marcus me. He needs coffee. Marcus is being weird and Marcus shit. Is being bitchy. Okay. <laughs> what right. the fuck is I was not trying to uh, insinuate. I just didn't want to waste the horse. Okay, so you guys divvy up your animals to ride on and move out. Sol's gonna put on their other ring, on their other ring finger. Oh, really? Just to see. Okay. Noted. Can I do detect magic on it? It's not magical. No, not at all. Huh. Nope. Wasted time. I take it off again and put it back in my pouch. (laughs) (laughs) Do curses count as magic? Yeah. Okay, so here's the thought. If something is a trap, and it's like a dormant magic, wouldn't the magic not be able to be detected until the trap is released? No. It would be detectable ahead of time unless someone put some sort of scrying protection or masking over it to make it undetectable. But then wouldn't you detect the the scrying? No. That's the whole point of the spell. (laughs) Things I think about when I'm tired. So, back to the game. You guys head out of Viscart Citadel and continue traveling to the west. Now, this is going to go off of our little Ville area map, so... You guys are kind of going off into the unknown. So let me open up a different map, and we'll just have to kind of zoom in on it and do our best, because it is inadequate for our current adventure. So you guys travel west, and there is a road heading west from Viscart Citadel. So you guys can travel along that if you'd like. There is this large area here known as the Red Plains. If you see this on the map, that's good. I'll circle the actual name of the area, but the area is pretty large. So, is there any specific portion of this that we're supposed to be scouting? Yeah, you're you're supposed to be finding this, this force that's heading to the east and figure out what the hell it is, because a couple of scouts reported this back to the Citadel and said, "Hey, there's this huge group moving this way. Like, we're talking, you know, a couple hundreds or possibly thousands of individuals marching this way." Okay. I don't know what the scale of this map is on, but just off the border, I think, of the Red Plains, mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. ask if we can all if we can really stop a minute. Yeah, you guys travel all the way to the border of the Red Plains, and the reason they call it the Red Plains is just mostly because the grasses there are a little bit more wild and unkempt. Mm-hmm. It's just this, it's not like well-groomed and trimmed up farmland like most of Ville. This is actually outside of Ville for the first time in this campaign. You guys have left the country. Totally thought it was going to be like the grass was permanently stained red by some battle. No, the grasses are kind of like, they're brown, brownish, red, a little bit reddish, but mostly just brown. This wild grass stretches out for as far as you can see in every direction to the west there. Oh, and also it's worth noting that I was super hands-off this whole ride. 
is like sitting so that she doesn't have her arms around Sol. She's just sitting sideways the whole time. <laughs> Sol appreciates this. If we go stop for a moment, I think I have an idea how to help scouts this out. Sol whistles oh. to everyone to get their attention and stops their horse. Mm-hmm. Okay, this will take a couple of minutes. So <clears> I'll <throat> take the first minute to unfold Archie. Okay. And then I'll detach his wings and attach them to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just fly straight up. Okay. A good ways. And then I'm going to look through. I'm going to pull out my crossbow and use the scope as like a telescope and try to scout around a bit, see if I can see them from here. Cool. Okay. You do not see anything from your vantage point, although you, it does increase your, your field of view by a significant amount. But you don't see... Actually, give me a perception check. That's that's probably how we, we should probably dictate that. All right. On just exactly how much you see. Wonderful. All right. So you can see a fair bit into the Red Plains, and you actually even see a few pods of movement, of motion. They're difficult to pick out individuals, but you can see like groups of things, like small small groups moving around in what appear to almost be random directions. You know that this area is inhabited by centaurs, so mm-hmm. it's very possible that that's what these groups are. But you don't see anything that matches the description of the large army-like thing heading this direction. All right, I so will descend be, to the rest of the group. It may still be further to the west. Mm-hmm. I'll descend to the rest. So the good news is that I do not see any impending army. The bad news is I didn't see any impending army. There is certainly somebody moving around ahead of us, so... If we keep moving in this direction, we should expect company. But they do not seem to be local, I would assume, based on their movements. They do not a large organized movement. Okay. You think they're just travelers, maybe? No. Oh. Just since they live here, I think that they, would, they uh, might not appreciate us going through, but that seems to be our only option. <sighs> well, we're on horses. I mean, we should be able to outrun most folks. Mm-hmm. And on my way to Ville, initially, passing through this way, it was, uh, as long as you are non-hostile, it usually goes okay. Why would we be hostile? I stare at your crossbow for a second. I mean, I don't normally shoot at people randomly without them doing anything. I'll put it away. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get really salty here all the time? (laughs) Soul's still a little upset. Yeah. A little bit. I don't, I don't um, even fight you on it. I just kind of avoid eye contact. No. <laughs> Poor Lafette. I'm so sorry. Okay, so I look at the rest of the group and I'm just like, so are we ready to continue, everyone? Very nods. Okay. Good. Good nod. Good so talk. It's a good nod. It's really loud too. Yeah. Good talk, Vera. <laughs> and okay, we're going because it's just me and Lavette's whose votes count. <laughs> All right, so you guys, do you guys want to stick to the road in the Red Plains? Oh. Or do you want to... Well, that said that was the only way. Yes, I think it is most wise. Of course, if we are going to run into an army, we might run straight into them. But you said there wasn't an army. I did not see one, no. But if they're on the other side of the plains, perhaps, or something of that nature? Well, if we need to, we scatter? What would you rather us do? I think that seems like a sound plan. Alright, I direct that knowledge towards everyone just in case. Some people don't listen. Just a little bit louder for Marcus! (laughs) So! (laughs) If there's people coming at us, we scatter, okay? Does scatter mean run like hell, or...? I mean, run different directions, but like hell. You know, you don't have to tell Marcus how to scatter. (sighs) Yes, I do. 
I know how to do these things, Denny. Yeah, but scatter in that direction, I port past the planes. And not in the back direction. Running in terror is... just comes very naturally to See, you think it does? But I'm really not sure if that's actually you or not. (sighs) I'm just saying, from what we've been given, what Hildy said... We don't actually know if that's actually what you are or who you are. Just because you don't know, does just because you don't know who or what I am, even uh-huh. if I don't know, doesn't mean your words don't hurt. Uh huh. <laughs> Marcus, honestly, I, I just can't believe you when you talk like that. You just don't sound sincere, and it just makes me want to punch you. <laughs> that's hurtful. Such love. Yes. So is a terrible cleric. Now, shall we keep going? Why is so so mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, let's just say, perhaps a lot of aggression is coming out towards Marcus. Perhaps it involves pre-racist notions that Soul was raised on, plus his character. Oh boy. There's a lot to unpack there, and I'm not part of the UPS. <laughs> yeah, so you guys travel a full day into the Red Plains, staying on the road and keeping an eye on everything. You don't really see much... You see some wildlife, you see a lot of birds, you see various like rabbits and, and other small plains dwelling mammals. Mm-hmm. You see a couple, you even spot a boar at one point. Ooh, you see some deer. There's plenty of wildlife and food around here. Yeah, it's it seems to be a fairly open, rolling plain that goes on for a very large distance. You guys traveled a full day into it and still. You can't even see the edge yet. We, we were already at edge. We're good. That's true. That's true. That is true. You get a point reduced. Good job. I recommend we stay on the uh, trail as best we can. I don't know how the locals feel about... Honestly, I think we could get so lost so easily uh, if we didn't stay on the trail. Yeah, we wouldn't get lost. There's really very little uh, landmarks out here. It's, it's mostly just this yeah. flat grassy plain. The road is can really hardly be considered a road. It's pretty much just a rut in the ground that's been lined with yeah, stones. Yeah, from traveling. It's Yeah, it's a rut in the ground that's been lined with stones to prevent the grass from growing here quite as easily. So there's still grass poking out between the stones, but it's not four feet high like the rest of the grass. If you weren't on the road, you wouldn't really be able to see four where the road feet. was. Yeah, gotcha. it's very high. <gasps> yeah, it's very high grass. I could disappear in this grass. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. The gnomes and halflings could just disappear into it if they wanted to. Well, Get we've completely been at, like, a lost. Trot pace with the horses, I'm guessing. Yeah, you guys are moving at like normal horse travel speed, so it's not like you're not. You guys it's aren't like on breakneck or anything. Yeah, but I assume like faster than walk, like probably yeah. a trot. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Oh, Soul really wants to gallop ahead, <laughs> like really badly. But, well, like, assumes, horse, like, so. Levette would, like, fall off of me. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, Levette can make a ride check to try to hang on. You'll no. have to make it for me until my computer reboots, but it's, I'm no. okay with that. Soul's just gonna make it a little bit of a faster trot. Gate. A gate, yes. Mm. Okay. Soul's getting impatient from this travel, like, not seeing anything, like, really new past grass and animals. Soul's just, I need landmarks! <laughs> 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 I'm used to things being around me, and it feels really weird right now. You seem a little tense. Why don't you pop a muse? Good idea. <laughs> Done. All right. You pop a muse and ride ahead. <laughs> Yolo's wagons. All right. Never say this again. So you, I don't uh, advocate drugs, but whew, a little tense. Well, so, yeah, do. so you, you pop a muse, and <clears throat> suddenly the idea of galloping ahead seems like a really great idea. 
I'm gonna do it. Because it gives you something to do. So Levette is bringing her no holding on rule. Alright, uh, Levette, you grab on, and I'm gonna ha- go ahead and roll a ride check for you. Yeah, you're alright. <laughs> you hang on, and it's bumpy, but you're surviving. <clears throat> Soul, you, you ride a decent way ahead of the party. You can still see them if you turn back, but mm-hmm. you know, the, the path is also not completely straight either. It sort of winds a little bit. So there's yeah. so you're far enough away that you they're sort of just a, barely at the edge of your visibility because of the gradient of the the trail. I want to make sure they stay in my visibility nonetheless. Okay. So you ride out as far as you can before losing visibility and kind of stop and turn around and look to to make sure you can still see them. Mm-hmm. Make a perception check. Okay. That is an 18. 18. All right. Marcus, never tell people to do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus would just generally stay off the topic of drugs. I feel like it doesn't work out for him in general. No. All right, so the two of you are on this this grasslands map, Sol and Levette. If you look back along the trail, you can barely see the rest of the party. Oh, uh, I thought we were keeping pace with them. Oh, I galloped ahead. They galloped ahead. Yeah, right. I thought that. You didn't say that you did. I, I didn't know that it wasn't assumed. <laughs> Whatever. Farrah yeah. and Marcus. Would they have kept pace? That's my I mean, question. I think we would have. Okay. I mean, I like, like imagine if like if someone like goes like, yeah, okay, I have to keep it next to them. Okay, so, so I guess they are closer. All right, yeah, you're a little closer then because you were still taken kind of aback by the sudden breakneck speed that Sol decided to start traveling at. I like horses. <laughs> uh, man, our vaginas probably really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's what part of the reason Levette's sitting sideways. So, your perception check allows you to detect the fact that you are surrounded currently. You ride Shit, forward and, and you get the feeling that you are being watched closely. You hear grass rustling, and before you really have much of a chance to react, in front of you, uh, basically, ju- like uh, appearing almost as if out of thin air, having coloration and clothing blends into the grass, a centaur is going to uh, appear on the path in front of you, and that one is going to be brandishing a weapon. Can I attempt to stop my horse? Yeah, yeah, you oh, stop right. your horse. I am stopped. Yeah, you right. stop. You stop your horse. You stop to turn around and check the people behind you. You see this person on the road in front of you. Oh, he looks Ooh, so like kind and nice and wonderful. What is this fucking persona? <laughs> Oh, it's worth mentioning uh, as soon as we stopped, then Lovett was immediately apologizing and take their hands off. So, uh, anyway, you've got that centaur pops out in front of you on the, on the road, uh, brandishing what appears to be a pole axe. To your right is another centaur. This one has a long spear. And another centaur to your left, this one has a long bow. So, Soul's raising their hands in order to be like, not here to fight. Hi. We're doing the same thing. Yeah. Just raised hands, just like, just passing through! So anyway, the three of them look at you, and the mm-hmm. one to the right, uh, the one with the long spear, says something in sort of a heavily accented common. They say, intruders, get out. Um, why? We, we can, just why? You need to leave, two-leg. Okay, but why? What language do centaurs speak? A different language at all? Yeah, most of them speak sylvan, actually. Awesome! Gonna take out my Sylvan again. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry to have 
caused you all distress. May I ask what the issue is? I understand that we must leave, but I don't know why. Okay, upon speaking Sylvan, the first of this centaur is like immediately seems to kind of relax a bit. They say, oh, you speak the mother tongue. I do. I apologize. I should have started with that. It was my mistake to assume that you were like the other two legs. Well, some of my compatriots aren't exactly the smartest, but I do appreciate their company nonetheless. What did she say? What did she say? <laughs> she, lo- she looks at the other members of the party and says, What is your business in our land? Is it, what did they say? Are they talking to us? I, I turn to Levette and I say, How should I go about saying our business? Is it just to look around? Or? Oh, look, they're trying well, to invading or Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It's so, actually an invading army. We may be on the same side here. So I want to turn turns around. So we were informed that there might be an orc army coming this way, and we were asked to see if it was true and to let others know. The censor sort of she tilts her head to the side slightly and says, and "What would you do if you found this army? Would the four of you stop it?" I mean. It depends on if they were violent and wanting to do not good things. What are you saying? What is they saying? What's going on? I'm guessing Uh, Vera's probably translating for me. (laughs) He's calmed down. (laughs) The male centaur says they are violent. They are. Do you seek assistance? The one to the right again, the one with the mohawk, says, We do not seek assistance from two legs. Not now, not ever. Completely understandable. So said what? Wait, wait a minute. Yes, yes, wait. yes, Levesque? If there's truly an invading army, we're on the same side here. If, if they have to move to these centaur's lands to get to the... I the... lean over to Levette and I'm like, I'm trying to figure out if they're working with them right now. Just a second. I said, it seems pretty... Okay. Are you in alliance with the orcs? I believe most of them are two legs. I would assume not. The apparent leader of the group, the one with the mohawk, spits on the ground and says... We are in an alliance with no one, for no one is in alliance with us. Then why do you stop others from the border? Because this is our land. Would you rather others go around your land? Go around? your land reach? Go around? your land everything? (laughs) (laughs) Go around or not come at all. Makes no difference to me. Bye. I turn to the others. So they want us to go around. So can we so, do that? So if you look at the uh, if you look at the map of the world here, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, going around would instead of instead of taking instead of taking like eight days would take like twenty or something. It seems like yeah, it'd be about twenty days to go around. I still don't think that's like, so. Has Vera been translating all of this? Yes. Will they seek a little comment? So I'll just bless them directly, and oh, I'll God. climb off the horse. I, I kind of like and, do like that hand motion where you're like. Doing the not kosher under your neck thing, just like yeah, no. <laughs> I would raise up my hands. Okay, um, I am sorry. You said that you're not making any alliances because no one wishes to make an alliance with you. No, no, let no, us, no. <laughs> let us help you. Oh God! Do, we do this as a favor to you for free. We will not bring an army through until we have, unless there is not a choice, and unless you do it, do more good than harm to your people. Soul looks horrified. All right, so the uh, well, they look horrified. The, well, they said they don't make alliances with two legs. Not that they, people my... won't make alliances with them. No, they said they don't make alliances with two legs because no one made an alliance with us. Like they're basically saying we don't trust anyone because nobody is because nobody is being trustworthy. So I'm like, hey, here's something for free. 
So the Mohawk oh, Centaur God. is just going to look back at Soul and says, I am so sorry. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's about right. She's going to say, contain your child. <laughs> <laughs> look, get the fuck back here. <laughs> oh, shit. What? Oh, what would I say? What, what's just, the, what's I turn to say? Vera and I'm just like, just use a more dumbed down version. It babbles at me she... in a tongue that I find distasteful to speak. Lavette, she's insulted by you. Please come back. Soul is just going full, like, noble voice now. I said come back. Yeah, climb back up. Just look (laughs) at the ground. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) But at least you tried. I apologize for my associate. She knows not what she did. She's very unruly at times and tends to take motions without asking the rest of us. It's it's an ordeal currently. (laughs) She nods and says that you, you I can speak with. You are of the Thank forest. You. Your people at least understand honor. Man, I sure am glad I stopped <laughs> having Sylvan as my race language. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure glad I said, hey, Beardy, I want to stick to your setting rather than do Pathfinder's thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, would you really want to hear them insult you this much? Yeah, it'd be terrible. It's a good point. Uh, so, I don't know. So far, everyone, everyone that has spoken Sylvan has insulted Lavette. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the people that don't speak Sylvan, so it's not really all that different. Well, here's the thing: is it's like the, the Sylvan is like the language of pretty much all of the races tied to the earth in some way, and the gnomes of all species are the most not of this earth. Like, right. Anybody but, that speaks Sylvan doesn't usually get along with gnomes. But in the base game, it's totally the opposite. Well, this totally is, Well, this ain't the base game. This is Beardy's game, bitches. <laughs> oh just, yeah, just brother Nico, Nico, Nico. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, yes, we could go around your lands. I do wonder. I know you seek not a alliance with any of us two-leggers. However, I do wonder if perhaps just my party could pass through. I would never want to send an army through your lands. That seems highly disrespectful, obviously. But simply as a safety for our people, we simply want to see what the orcs are doing. Or if you have more information, that perhaps could suffice as well, if you are willing to give it. Give me a diplomacy check. Of course! 29. Alright, so yeah, so, so you make a, an impassioned plea, and the centaur hears you out and says, Yes. <sighs> Come with us. Of course. And Sol makes sure that Lavette is seated well, and then continues their horse, and then gestures to the rest of the party to follow the trio. Alright, so you guys follow, like, the, these three centaurs demand you follow them. And they lead you pretty far off the road. Okay. So. Soul seems very <clears throat> uncomfortable about it. And a ways off the road, you move for probably the better part of two hours. Okay. Sort of to roughly to the southwest. Until you arrive at what appears to be a very large circular spot in the plains. Where it looks like all of the grasses have been very meticulously trampled down. To create, to create like a big circular area. And inside it, there's a number of sunshades and other sort of, like, non-walled pavilion tents set up. Oh, and it is just... I'm so happy. 
it's filled with various uh, centaurs. <gasps> Sol is really excited because of books. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how I read it would look like. Oh my god! So it's all so everything is is very open air, and there's not much in the way of permanent structure. It's just pretty much a bunch of poles and canvases to create sort of some sunshades, so to keep sort of the heat down. And there's various centaurs of different you know different walks of life and different ages, all all sort of moving around doing their own thing. As you're traveling, the Mohawked centaur introduces herself as speaks with dogs. And says that it is have had no problem talking with me then. That it is uh, it is her job to be the one to share their tongue with outsiders. Soul nods politely and <laughs> she says, says that, that she was chosen for this task because she was one of the friendliest members of the tribe. <laughs> I thank you so much for your kindness. I do truly appreciate it. I can only say thank you a million times. I do. She says as she said before, you were of the forest. And she has some more amount of respect to your people than she does of the manlings. Soul kind of looks over <laughs> at Lavette and the rest of the party. And is just like, oh, yes, elves are quite wonderful, aren't they? <laughs> I don't believe as great as you. I mean, look at your grasslands. They're so beautiful. Soul has gone like a little bit of a fangirly right now. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have Speaks with Dogs make a sense motive check. <laughs> She kind of narrows her eyes at you slightly, but doesn't say anything. Have they just been speaking in Sylvan this whole time? Yes. And Vera's translating for you. Alright, so you arrive at this large circular area where they've constructed a, a temporary camp. It does seem like their entire society is migratory. And around here you see a whole bunch of different ones. And then she leads you up to um, one in the center of the village who appears to be some form of leader. Wow. This one is wearing, like, this strange, like, floral headdress with uh, uh, antlers rigged into it. And you, nothing else. You get the sense that they're probably a druid of some form, based on how they look and how they behave. Like, how they, just how they move. They seem much more bestial than the rest of their kin, but the rest of their kin definitely seems to give them, like, a lot of respect. And if any of them approach her for any reason, all their heads bow down and they speak to her in, in a lowered tone. Shit. And that's exactly where Speaks With Dogs is taking you. Oh god. Soul just has their head bowed instinctively on the way to it. Mm. <laughs> just like, oh god, I don't know how to... Oh god, oh, I've never actually dealt with, like, royalty. That's how Soul's brain is going right now. Alva hasn't been looking at anyone or speaking at all this whole time. She's just kind of been... She pulled out Archie's sphere and just been kind of playing with it. Not really doing anything, just kind of staring at it. Gotcha. And turning it over. Soul kind of looks over at Vera. This might be your grounds more than mine. I think you're doing a good job. Okay. I hope this goes well. <laughs> you're, you're the one for talking. She, she's a druid, though. Mm-hmm. That, that doesn't mean we all get along. Well, I mean, don't druids have, like, their own language? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really nervous. Alright, so... You're led up to their shaman, for lack of a better term, their spiritual guidance leader. Soul bows immediately. She looks at you and says, I am known as Remembers All. I am the oldest of this tribe. Who am I speaking to? And in Sylvan, Thor says, Ah, you are speaking with Soliana Palihimnia. An elvish name, she says in elvish. 
Oh god. Soul gets a little nervous. <laughs> yes, it My is. My ears perk up. Your kind no. do not come out this way very often anymore. No, we've tended to reside in our own lands, preventing others from coming in. We're not always the friendliest. Apologies. We are more alike than you know. Soul nods. A very slow, but kind of like a bit somber nod. I do not know if you know of my village. And I actually never came up with a name. Beardy, <laughs> <laughs> help me out here. It's the known name. <laughs> Wait, you want me to you want me to name your village on the fly yes. right now? Wow. Yes. No. That's pretty good. Hold um, on. Let's just say I have a name for it. I don't know. Hagisville. Cooper <laughs> 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 No, I got it. I got it. I can I can figure this Splortsburg. out. <laughs> <laughs> Splortsburg. <laughs> just give me a second. I know. I know. I know what I vaguely wanted to be. I just have to double check because I never like officially named it. Uh, so there's there's an Elven City name generator if you wanted to yeah. uh, to it's use great. that. Wow, they actually have. Dude, a... Philphonia is pretty good. Yeah, I like Elil Nalor. Yeah, I like the ones that are like they look like you can tell how they're put together, but they just come out like floor flipping in and Nithal Kalora. Dude, I can't. I Praise can't make next week. I've got a bad case of Nithal Kalora. There. Presidium? There you go. Yeah. Cletolos? Cletolos. Oh, shit. Alright. That's that's my village's name, Presidium. Uh, Beardy, before we get started again, I had a question. Yes. Would it be insulting Mm -hmm. to offer an apple or a carrot? Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) You need to go and die. Uh, you can try it. No, Please I'm don't. asking. No, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say. I don't want to see what happens. I don't, don't want to see what happens. Please don't. I do not want to get cleaved in half. How about that? My oh, theory fantastic. is that Marcus is going to die. <laughs> that is fantastic. Marcus is, okay, Marcus never is <clears throat> oh, is intentionally racist. No, ever. He's only casually he's racist. He's just an idiot. Yeah, he's, he's an yeah. idiot. He's, he's That's a, all. Yeah, Marcus is a casual racist. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't think so, about. He, he doesn't, doesn't think it's offensive. He is a neophyte. <laughs> he doesn't know any better. Yeah, that's fine. That's what they all say. All right, members all apologizes and said says that she does not know of your village, but it's a little put out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, jeez, God. <laughs> So all that time coming up with the name. <laughs> she says that she's never been to the Elven Forest, though she's heard of its beauty. It is quite lovely. However, your grasslands are quite elegant as well. Gosh, it's so pretty. <laughs> she nods and says that the earth is their mother and the sky is their father, and that these places are sacred to their people. I completely understand. We, my group here, Sol nods to the rest of the party, we were requested to go and survey a potential orc army across your plains, and I simply am requesting that we, perchance, are able to simply pass through, do nothing else, not let anyone else in other than our group. Remembers All says that there is an agreement in place that those traveling along the road would be left alone. However, we have been attacked recently, so the truce is off. Who attacked you? Two legs. East or the west? East, from the direction, from the direction of the like. rising sun. 
she describes villish people, just people from Ville. She, she doesn't have like a, a strong description, but they def, I mean, they sound like they could have either been soldiers or farmers or mercenaries or adventurers of some form. Soul looks very saddened by this uh, fact. Went into the the plains and remembers all claims that they attacked a group of centaurs unprovoked and badly injured some of them. The centaurs were able to get away, and ever since then they've been even more intolerant of hmm. intruders. Completely understandable. If I were in your place, I would be doing the same. May I ask who was attacked in your group? So Remembers All says that it was one of their scouts and hunters named Hare of the Sun. She attempted to make contact with the outsiders and was viciously attacked and nearly died. It was only because of the blessings of Eden that she was able to survive. Soul turns back and looks at Marcus. I mean, I know everything's been said in Elvish currently. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Soul just kind of looks at Marcus and is just like, Tooth, that's your god. <laughs> uh, uh, Marcus's ears kind of perk up. Did someone say Eden? Were you even fucking listening? <laughs> yes, I have been listening. I just can't understand. Yes, you can. It's been all in Elvish. I thought you knew Elvish. I didn't say I didn't know Elvish. I've kept that on. I've kept that private. Fairly certain I, I kept that to myself. I'm so sorry. No, that's fine. No, I. I I'm... Do you speak Elvish? <laughs> yeah. So, remembers all says that a group was attacked when they were trying to make contact with a group from Phil to inform them to stay on the road because they entered not on the road, and as per mm-hmm. their agreement, that was unacceptable. However, instead of leaving, the two legs attacked and nearly killed Hair of the Sun. Luckily, her companion, First to Dance, was able to get her back alive. Remember as all says that luckily, Hair of the Sun is alive. However, they have been even less trusting of outsiders of late. There is a large force moving from the west, but they are slow. And while they're destructive to the land... And while they take too much of the animals to eat, they have not posed a danger to the centaurs themselves because they're too slow. Okay, so they're slow. That's important. They're not nearly as fast as the centaurs because the, you know the centaurs move at the speed of the at the speed of the wind. They say. Would you presume they may be slower than us on our two legs? No, all two legs are slow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Understand? I do not mean that as an insult. No, no, it's perfectly understandable. It is simply the burden that you were born with. Soul kind of winces. <laughs> Perchance we may speak with your other members about the attackers from the east. I do wish to get this sorted out because I I'm, do think that's <clears throat> terrible. I'm gonna I don't tuck agree on with Soul's sleeve. I look at Lovat. Uh, and in Elvish, uh, I asked, oh, could you ask for. Any other elves have passed by through recently? Maybe with another small person like me? May I ask if other elves have gone through with another small one, such as she? Uh, gender. (laughs) A a male. A male, small folk, such as she, passed through. Remembers all, sort of blinks and looks up at the sky, seems to think for a moment, and then says, Yes, but this was moons ago. I look back at Levette. How many moons? Three. Hmm. All right, thank you. I recall the scouts said that they ventured in, stayed, and then returned from whence they came. Returned? She nods. In the other direction. Is it towards the east, then? Yeah, 
uh, remembers all points east toward the the direction of the rising sun. So pokes at like your pockets and just says compass. Yeah, I'm gonna actually pull that out right now. Can you pull that out? Where it points. It is pointing east. <laughs> It was pointing west when we were in the capital. We must have passed them. Sol is very confused by your object, but yet very fascinated by it. Thank you ever so much for your information. Do you mind if we speak with your other members of your group to find out if perhaps we could take care of the civilians who happened to attack them? I do not appreciate such actions. She says that they are free people and that she does not speak for them. If they wish to speak to you, they they will. Sol nods and does kind of like a deeper bow. They're already still kind of in their same bow, but it's like just a little bit deeper. <laughs> All right. And Sol says, I am going to go speak with your other members if they so wish to speak with you. Yeah, so speaks with dogs will take you over to them. Okay. Oh, this is a lot of, a lot of effort. <laughs> <laughs> So you move through the camp, and, you know, there's lots of them are sort of, like, in amazement at the fact that there's two legs here. Yep. You see a lot of them are, like, visibly angry at you for being here. Well, um has their hand on Lavette's head mm-hmm. throughout this whole thing. Just keeps murmuring, like, just keep the head down, keep the head down. I know. It's, like, also a comfort thing to be touching someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking nervous. Eventually, she takes you over to uh, an area where you see these two centaurs speaking with each other. So you see Hair of the Sun and First to Dance, and they're conversing. The only difference that I'm going to mention is that Hair of the Sun has some injuries on her flanks. Got, like, these long slash marks where it looks like she was struck with the either a, some sort of slashing weapon. They've been bandaged and healed, but they still look like they might develop into pretty, pretty serious scars all told. They both sort of look at you as you approach, and they kind of scowl. Forgive my intrusion. And Sol's speaking in Silvish again. May we converse with you, or at least me. Hair of the Sun looks at you and says, I've had quite enough of two legs for some time, but if you are here, speak. I want to know more about those who did wrong upon you from the East. I don't agree with them. I think it's disrespectful and terrible, and I want to find a way to take care of them so that justice may be served. They were manlings, two legs, from the place known as Ville. She spits after saying that name. Fine, I don't actually reside from there. (laughs) (laughs) Two men. I know they're not the most good-looking creatures. Is there any other descriptors I could get about them? Disgusting. They wore cloaks, black cloaks. Were they human? She nods. Black cloaks. Did they have silver trim? She shakes her head no. Hmm. I thought they were travelers, perhaps hunters, come to poach from our lands. I warned them to stay on the roads. I made the mistake of getting too close. She kind of runs her hand across the scar, like the wound on her side. Oh. If I ever find these men, I will make sure they learn a lesson. Hmm. I wish you well in this, but... Soul nods their head. I would prefer there to be honor among your people so that these sorts of agreements wouldn't break down. As do I. I am used to others being taught what they did was wrong in order for them to learn to respect such things. She kind of narrows her eyes a little bit and says, Did you come all the way to speak to me about this? (laughs) (laughs) Has Vera been translating all this? 
I've not translated this yet because it's like in actively happening. Yeah. yeah. I suppose I have. My apologies. I will leave you. Soul goes to like turn to leave and kind of like looks at the bard and just gives it a bit more of a cute nod. Just like, yeah, bard. <laughs> yeah, so the first to dance kind of like, I'm going to have her make a perception check. She kind of looks at you and, and is sort of confused looking. First to dance, more like she's, first to party. She's going to go ahead and like, she's going to actually walk up to you oh. as you're moving away. I, I turn back to look at her. So you're wearing... I crack my head to the side. You're wearing uh, like bling, right? Specifically like Symphonia bling. Yes. What is it? Besides my liar? Yeah. Did you have something else? I'd assume there's probably like a little badge of okay. some kind like on their belt. And Soul just kind of looks back and cocks their head to the side, like, waiting to be spoken to first. So she looks at you, and without saying anything, she produces a set of bongo drums. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, this is wonderful. Okay. They're, they're, sort, uh, of, Sol- they're sort of on a, on a strap around her waist, so they sort of hang there mm-hmm. in front of her. And she kind of, like, her, her eyes sort of narrow slightly, and... Sol- takes out Symphonia's wit in response. She's going to go ahead and lay down some sweet tunes here. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she starts to lay down a nice rhythmic drum line here. Nice bass. Soul is going to use their changed instrument noise, like after just a couple of seconds, mm-hmm. to make it <laughs> percussion. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. That's a terrible roll. That was an 18. First to dance, as she's drumming, she's going to kind of move her hands around and cast a similar spell, and suddenly her bongos sound like stringed <gasps> instruments. Oh my god! <laughs> Soul looks very excited. Okay, Soul's gonna start to sing then. And that's a 32. <laughs> nice. Nice. Alright. First to dance, while continuing to play their bongos, mm-hmm. they're going to also dance and You've never seen a centaur dance before, and it is a very, very strange sight. <laughs> I've seen a horse dance. That's because yeah. she's the first to dance. Yeah. <laughs> she is the first to dance. Like, Soul is so delighted. She's like jumping from her fr- front legs to her back legs, spinning around. Th- these are these are large these are large creatures. So it's it's a lot of bulk moving around, but with a mm-hmm. um, with a level of grace you did not expect. Oh, this is so cool. Also, and while she's, this is happening... Oh, and sorry. she's still playing while she's doing this. What? No, while this is happening, nice. I'll uh, love that in on what was said before. Okay. The figures in black cloaks, that is a very important <clears throat> information. It sounds like someone is stirring something up on purpose. So the, uh, <clears throat> the impromptu performance from the two bards is starting to kind of draw a crowd. That you kind of... Like, you weren't already a weird center of attention anyway. Now suddenly more and more of them are a- approaching and kind of gawking at the, these, these two-legged travelers. Soul's gonna add their little extra spice of having the dancing lights around them. And they're gonna try to, like, have the dancing lights kind of move alongside the rhythm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that First to Dance has. Mm-hmm. Kind of to, to showcase her a bit more than Soul. So you cast a dancing light spell and kind of flip around first to dance. She is yeah. going to continue. I, I wouldn't say this is a competition so much, but, you know, it's two bards sort of showing off to each other. It's a jam session. It's all a, right, it's, all right. It's an impromptu jam session. So she's going to cast a spell, and she's going to start making your clothes and hair color change colors. 
<gasps> 80s, 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 80s. <laughs> so like color of your clothing and the color of your hair start to like shift prismatically. Oh my god, this is so cool. Soul's just kind of been all over the place, really happy. I don't think Soul knows how to dance really well. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing because first is not a sing for shit, so that's fine. Yeah. Soul's still really singing. They used Fascinate after the Prismacolor shit happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the crowd is, is really starting to enjoy the show. Until. <laughs> Until. Until you hear a loud gasp. Oh. Uh, like someone uh-oh. like. <gasps> okay. Soul looks around. They're still kind of playing, but like it's definitely slowed down a little uh, bit. Record so, needle. Bursting out from the crowd and running over to you and the rest of your group is this individual. Oh my god. I'm so ready for whoever this is. She immediately she immediately pushes first to dance out of the way and pretty much stops the music dead. And she's like, are you really two legs? She's adorable. Oh, that's so cute. So let me me explain what she looks like. She's a centaur. She is wearing clothing that appears to be sewn in such a way to make it look like human clothing, while everyone else's dress is more, like, fitting of their body type and makes sense for a centaur to wear, she seems to be wearing clothes that are more modeled after what a a human or a two-legged creature would wear. She's got a a collection of backpacks, satchels, and other objects strung to her. She's wearing, like, multiple belts around her waist, and she's wearing what almost could be described as a wizard's robes, and she's got a jaunty cap with a feather in it. I love her. She has a look of incredible excitement on her face as she sees you, and she's actually bouncing back and forth. What language was she speaking in? She is speaking in Villish. Really? Yeah. Why, yes, we are. We are two legs. How are you? You're you're real, right? I'm not not hallucinating. Sol holds out their hand for them to touch. She picks you up. Oh my god. Like with both arms. (laughs) And uh, oh my and, God. And, and sets you on her back. Um, oh, whoa. Soul is very embarrassed. I, I read about all of this in, a, in books. <gasps> so did I! <laughs> <laughs> now Soul's like gone to just pure fangirl levels now that someone's reciprocating that emotion with them. Uh, you can see. Uh, I read ha- about all of you guys in my books! You can see Hair of the Sun like visibly grown. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so wonderful to meet you. What's your name? Uh, I'm called Makes a Lot of Noise. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh. Is Marcus actually laughing? Yeah, Marcus is actually laughing. <laughs> that's, that's so cute. It's okay. It's a wonderful name. It's that's accurate, so too. <laughs> oh, how are you? It's so good to meet you. It's it's great to meet all of you. What I, I've never I've never actually seen a two-leg before. Never? Most most folks around here don't really like two legs, but I've I've always been fascinated with the idea. How do you, how do you get around all the time? Are you, are you really that slow? Soul kind of looks in the direction of the horses. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks back. You know, we we take a bit more time, but we still get to where we're going. Yeah, make, makes a lot of noises, oblivious to your gesture toward the horses. <laughs> <laughs> we have a cooperative sort of society. Wow, you guys. You're really two legs. This is crazy. Soul kind of starts to look over at the other centaurs, just kind of like waiting for like an emotional cue of like how they're supposed to be responding. <laughs> Most of them are just sort of grumbling. 
This is obviously the black sheep of the clan. Oh, I love her, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, the more that they notice that, the more I warm up to her. Soul's still Make on sure the back of her, feelings. right? Do you have a nickname? <laughs> I feel weird calling you that. She kind of cocks right at the side and says, What's a nickname? Uh, it's something that someone usually gives to another. Uh, when How about the Malon? They are endeared to another. It's, well, it's like a secret password only for them, but it's used as their name. Hmm. But, but my name makes a lot of noise. Yeah, I'm shortening it to Malon. If you like that, that is. If you don't like that, <clears throat> we will still call you makes a lot of noise. It's true. Hmm. I've never had a nickname before, but if it's something the two legs like... Oh, it really depends on if you on like it. Society. Oh no, please don't make me go to hell's the whole time. Hair of the sun kind of like continues grumbling and walks up, gently picks you up off of, makes a lot of noises back, and sets you down on the ground. Soul? Thank you. Puts an arm around, makes a lot of noise, and walks her off. Come on, sister. Let's go. <gasps> They're sisters! <laughs> Soul does like that like little stop-start thing where you're like, you want to follow. Oh, I probably shouldn't. Hmm. Marcus is visibly saddened. Soul looks back at first to dance and ruffles the... um soul's own hair is just like that was an amazing performance by the way in sylvan sorry yeah that was a good performance by the way first the dance nods and smiles and says it was good to finally uh cut loose with someone else that is as talented most of those around here are not she says she apologizes for makes a lot of noise she once found some books as a filly and <laughs> well she never quite got over them soul is pausing and thinking about their response a little bit, just says, I understand reading books and being fascinated with what you absorb from them. Honestly, I enjoyed her exuberance. Hmm. There's no need to apologize for her. I, she's very sweet. Uh, first the dance nods. Says so. Very well. I turn to the party. <laughs> what else do I talk about? If, if I may, do you know where the uh, hooded figures went? First the dance says, well... After they attacked Hair of the Sun, they they gave chase, but luckily we were faster. Don't know where they went now. I don't know what they were after, either. It's just all very peculiar. I don't understand why anyone would want to hurt any of your people. Did, did they have any symbology on their cloaks at all? Or are they just pure black? First it is, says, I didn't get very close to them myself. They did have some sort of symbol on them. I suppose Hair of the Sun <clears throat> would know better, since she was the closest. First to dance nods. If we were to find them, would you want us to uh, bring them here, if we're able? First to dance shakes her head no. I would prefer them to to leave and never return. I would prefer the the two legs to honor the agreement struck between our peoples. As would I. As do I. What do they say? I'll I'll tell them. I'll tell them what's happening. I like how Vera's become the translator and Soul does not (laughs) give a shit. (laughs) Assumes everyone can speak normally like this. That's very soul, though. That's oh, very that's soul. Oh, I just yeah. assumed they didn't want anyone to know. I think it has to do with their noble background. They're supposed to know languages. They kind of assume a lot of stuff sometimes. I see. Like, everyone reads books all the time. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Everyone. And that's why I love makes a lot of noise. Look! <laughs> she understands books! Soul kind of turns towards the direction where Hair of the Sun went. And just says, I'm going to ask her about the symbol. We want to find these people and make them respect the treaty that was asked of. 
First Student says, very well. If you'd ever like to play more music, seek me out. I would be delighted. And then Sol kind of does like a, they do a full on polite curtsy that they were trained to do when they were younger. Uh, first to dance bows to you as well. Ah! <laughs> Inside screaming. <laughs> and then Sol turns to go and find Hair the Sun in the direction that she walked off on. All right, so you, you find the two of them sort of near the edge of the encampment, and Hair of the Sun is explaining to makes a lot of noise that two legs are dangerous and that she shouldn't just put herself in danger like that. She's going to get herself hurt or worse. She says as she sort of absentmindedly like touches the scars on her side. Excuse me. She turns and looks at you, kind of scowls again. What is Forgive it my interruption again. Would you happen to know the symbols upon the men that attacked you? First to dance said there might have been some. We want to make sure that they respect the treaty that was in place beforehand. Yes, I do recall what it looked like. She draws it on the ground. Basically, it looks like that. She said it was in gold thread on black cloaks. Gold thread on black cloaks? Yeah, gold thread on a black cloak. And it looked like it was uh, eight lines arranged in... There's like a broken circle Mm -hmm. with these other four lines intersecting through it. Or not not really intersecting, but moving moving around through it. I wonder if Siva would know anything about this. Definitely, yeah. Peter, give her a visit at least. Agreed. They attacked me after I told them. I warned them. She kind of cracks her knuckles. Maybe slightly more aggressively than I should have to leave our lands. What I didn't expect was for them to attack me so suddenly. Did you ask them to leave your land because they were off the path? She nods. Okay. Then they broke the rule. They broke the rule. their fault. They're stupid. They entered the plains without permission. I told them to leave, and they attacked. Exactly. Disrespectful. Assholes. Shut up, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the information. If we ever see these men, we will make sure to help them learn about traditions and respecting other people. And Once we're going to rough them up a little. Marcus, God. <laughs> Ignore him. He's small. <laughs> but adorable. <laughs> Mm, debatable. <laughs> Not smart enough. Hair of the Sun says, is he child? Oh! Um, you're not wrong. Is this in Sylvan? Yeah, is this in Sylvan? Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, Marcus wouldn't understand. <laughs> uh, mm. At this point, um, makes a lot of noise, interrupts, and goes, no, no, that's called a halfling. Soul points to makes a lot of noise and just kind of does a, like, correct kind of gesture. She She nods enthusiastically and she says, they call them that because they're only half as intelligent as the humans. <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, Soul and Vera break no out in laughter. Vera's Mark- laughing, though, so. Yes. <laughs> I feel oh. insulted somehow. Hair of the Wait, Sun well. kind of nods and says, That makes sense. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Soul kind of goes, Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. And Soul kind of like, is kind of having fun with this and then points at Lovat and goes, Now what if she makes a lot of noise? She is... What are you pointing at me for? What? What? What's going on? Man, I know my, my books mentioned this before. Hey, make sure that the noise, what, does it, what are we talking about? Could you please <laughs> translate this for me? <laughs> I turn to Vera and go, Tell her that I'm quizzing makes oh. a lot of noise. She claps and says, I remember now. You are, you are a... She says, she's saying this in, in Villish to you. 
You you are a gnome. Oh, this is so a, cute! It is pronounced gnome. But that is a. But is, it, it, is my book wrong? There was a there was a letter G. The G is silent, darling. Yes, it is a complicated. She, she kind of blinks, and she she like real like almost as if she's like this dawning realization that all of her knowledge is wrong, and she's like, "Oh, oh no!" It's how, just one letter. How much do I? But if I got this wrong, how much of what I thought I knew wasn't right either? Well, what if I well, wasted we all of this? We would love to help you. What yes, if all of these books can, weren't weren't right? We can. I can fax to check out. them for you. In fact, uh, that actually sounds lots enjoyable. <laughs> sounds like Marcus is thirsty. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Wow! Wow! Jump straight to that! You're the one you called a bartender a prostitute! This is like as soon as you're like, hey, this is an NPC that likes us. Come and join our party! <laughs> well, I was gonna... Not wrong, I'd love for a, a new, another character to join us. Soul pats the poor, stupid halfling's head. <laughs> we, we probably aren't the best people to take care of her. Oh. Oh, what? what? Hair of the sun is like. I feel like you inferred more out of that than I did. You can almost feel the anger radiating off of hair of the sun. No, I turn back to hair of the sun. Forgive me. He knows not. He's stupid. He's very stupid. Please ignore him. Very well. Just want to make it clear. My sister stays. Completely understandable. It's taking me a while to train him. He's he didn't start with me, so. I don't know what happened before I met him. I'm trying to train him to be better. My apologies. <laughs> she she nods, not quite understanding what you're talking about, but accepting your answer anyway. Madam, what do you do around here? Do you have a role in the tribe? Are you talking to Hair of the Sun, or makes a lot of noise? Malin makes a lot of noise. Oh, okay. She says that she helps with the herbalist duties. She finds hmm. plants and other important things growing in the ground. So she finds mushrooms, she finds plants, she finds berries, nuts. She opens up her, her one of her backpacks that's tied to her. These are human-style backpacks that she's just mm-hmm. kind of rigged up onto her kit. <laughs> she takes out an old alchemy textbook. I, I learned a lot from this, and it's sort of a... Um, On the inside, I'm saying, oh, God, I hope it's a pop-up book. <laughs> There's so many words and not enough pictures. It has it has the things where you can pull a thing and it animates whatever pops yeah. up. Yeah, it's like this is hydrochloric acid. <laughs> it's just someone screaming. She produces this alchemy textbook and says she learned quite a bit about it. Two legs alchemy from this in a book. She's tried to help her her tribe with this information. She also has a few other like old books that she she keeps with her that she's sort of learned various aspects of human life. Mala, if you would be willing, if you would teach me about these things uh, somewhat, I would be happy to tell you about the outside world. She, like, looks at you, and she's like, you, you want to learn from me? Absolutely. This is an area I do not know much about. Aww. She actually starts crying. No! Oh, oh, oh no, 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 it's okay. No, no. I look over at her sister, like, no, no. Soul goes over and <laughs> reaches out, but for her to take a hand if need be, Soul will not touch them unless they choose to be touched. I'm kind of doing the same thing with, like, my hands out, like, uh, do you, do you need a hug? Do you want, do you want do you me need to hug? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. 
at this point, Herod the Sun is going to walk up and say, please give us some space. So immediately just starts walking away. <laughs> and she She's says like, that yeah. in a village? Uh, she says that in, it would be Sylvan. Uh, Sol, Sol grabs Lovett's collar yeah. and starts dragging her away. You can just, words are fine, words are fine. You can see the two of them start to have like a little hushed argument with each other. Is, am I the only one who does not feel right just leaving her legs up? She's still with her family. Yes, that is important. Sol, Sol kind of like has the words come out of their mouth and then just kind of suddenly has like this five mile stare. Yep. So out of the crowd steps, speaks with dogs again. Sol happily waves. She says, what are you still doing here? Actually, we're probably leaving right now. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> speaks, with, uh, yeah. speaks with Dogs was chosen for her task because she was the friendliest <laughs> of the tribe. <laughs> I think that maybe Marilyn could have a really, be very profitable in a new kind of job. But uh, anyway. Who is Malin? <laughs> it's a, a friend of ours. Soul um, kind of baps Levette on the head. Uh, ow. At the pace um, we're moving, do we do we know that we will leave? I'm not sure we could get out of your territory by nightfall. I just want to be straightforward about that now, because uh, it's not intentional if that's how it goes. You have been granted permission to pass. Yes, well, that's okay. Sol looks at Levette confused. <laughs> Are we not going through for reconnaissance? Reconnaissance? Reconnaissance. <laughs> I was hoping we could take some time to strategize because the situation is a lot more complicated than it was when we got here. I look over at the rest of the party, just like, the fuck does she mean? I feel like we can strategize on the way. Okay. I don't know how long uh, we welcome here, so... I well, wish not to overstay our welcome. No, I was, not insta- I was not asserting that we should. Let's go. Alrighty. Saul grabs Marcus <laughs> to bring him along. Fine. That's how it always goes. <laughs> Mar- Marcus is on a pony, correct? Uh, now Saul is putting Marcus on a pony currently. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you. Um, yes, yes. How closely tied to Eden are these group of, of centaurs? Give me a knowledge religion. A knowledge religion 21. Uh, you can look around and tell that these guys are very much tied to nature. They venerate Eden to some degree. Maybe not in quite the same way that you worship the same deity, but... Gotcha. I mean, worship in in a different style is still worship. I was wondering if they could maybe help me with my connection to Eden, but I guess they're kind of not... They don't like two-leggers, so I guess they wouldn't... Yeah, I mean, you could always always talk to the the shaman here and see what they would say. She understands Elvish, at least. Yeah. I guess this would be a reveal that Marcus knows Elvish. Cough, cough. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Whoa, he knew Elvish this whole time? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh my god! god. Oh more I know about Marcus, the more I feel uncomfortable. So yeah, so um, you can you can go up and try to have a conversation with members all if you'd like. I would, but I wouldn't know how to... Uh, I, I wouldn't want to be so bold because I know they don't like two-legged people. Soul kind of goes over and just makes Marcus bow. Oh, alright. You're I bending him like over? You. I am bending him <laughs> over. Oh my. Oh boy. <laughs> Getting real, real quick. Soul just kind of like whispers in Marcus's ear be. and just says, I'm going to help you. Come on. Okay. Do this. Sweet. 
I'd like to, I don't know the protocol on how to ask, but I'd like to see if they could, seems like Eden has stopped hearing my, my prayers. And I was wondering if they may be able to either help me unblock or maybe be why. Yeah, absolutely. Remember, remembers all, hears your plea and says that they would commune with the spirits with you and see what the answer would be. Wait. So she sort of like kneels down and reaches her hands out for you to take. So I'll take Marcus's hands. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, 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 I take her hands. Sorry. Okay. Yes, I take her hands. Cool. So she starts chanting wordlessly, sort of just making these various different throat noises. And you're not really sure what's going on. Like this is not the typical Eden worship you're used to. And after about a minute, her eyes kind of like flicker open. She had her eyes closed the whole time. Her eyes flutter open and she kind of like looks at you strangely. And lets go of your hands and then stands up, kind of look, looking down at you. And she says, I understand why Eden has not spoken with you. What happened? Is it, is it something I did? Something wrong with me? In a way, you... She's finding it difficult to put it into words. She says... I I see that you were a worshiper of Eden. So kind of looks at Marcus and like tilts their head. Wait, were? I I am. She shakes her head no. You are something different. What do you mean? It is almost like you are she's she's not her, sure how to like put it into a metaphor. She says you you wear the shell of one. <gasps> what? Soul looks very concerned at Marcus. Wait, I wear the shell of a Eden worshiper? She nods. Huh. Soul's eyes kind of narrow at you. Taking over bodies now, Marcus. God damn it. No, I... This... Uh, huh. Um, okay. Oh, is, is Marcus freaking out? A little. Just... Just a little. Okay, so Soul starts to rub... Marcus's back in like a very gentle, like soothing way, and then um, brings him into a hug. It's okay. That's some information that uh, has me concerned, mainly because I have an idea of what that means. Soul's just petting your back and just letting you talk. Just like, yeah, it's okay. We're gonna figure it out. It's gonna be okay, Marcus. You're still you. Oh, not according to her. How are you guys doing over here? Soul grabs Marcus's face. Brings it in front of their own. They look Marcus directly in the eyes. Marcus, it's going to be okay. No matter what's happening, you are still you. This person I'm talking to right now is the only person I'm talking to currently. And it matters. Right here, right now. No matter what's happening, we're going to figure it out. Okay? Marcus is, Marcus is quite shooketh. Quite shooketh about this information. It's, okay, it's as if his brain has just, like, he's not really processing much at this very moment. You might have to lead him away, because he is, okay. this kind of information Soul's gonna pick up Marcus bridal style, (laughs) and take him away. Forgive me for him, he, he's very confused right now, we, we will take our leave. Thank you so much. Remembers all nods. Broke the cleric. Soul goes, kind of looks at your pony- is unsure how to put you on properly right now since you're kind of a crumpled mess. Looks over at Levette and is just like, would you mind riding currently? I'm going to take Marcus on mine so I can make sure he doesn't fall off. Everything go okay, Baxil? He's a bit 
messed up right now. I uh, I heard the screaming. <laughs> so remembers all will kind of walk up and ask to talk to Soul in private. What? So Soul kind of just like awkwardly lays Marcus on the ground. <laughs> it was just like, of course. I mean, of course, yes. Alright, so she is going to walk you into another area. Okay. Alright. So she kind of walks you away from the group and she says, I would be careful with that one. He, Why? He is more dangerous than he looks. And I sense something sinister. Is Is his new god... Evil. She shakes her head. He has no new god. He doesn't. No. The power that he uses is his own. He. I see. He seems to wear the skin of another. I've never seen anything quite like it before. Sol kind of looks back at the party. They're just... I'm guessing. <laughs> that little bit. <laughs> and Vera are probably just standing over him, waiting for him to uncrumple. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you for the information. I don't... I don't want it to be so. I know I'm mean to him, but I actually do care for him. Stupid as it may be. Perhaps you will be an influence on him then. I sense an emptiness that I do not understand. Well, if you don't understand it, I'm nowhere near. I thank you for the information, though. She nods. I worry. Is there anything else that I may need to know about my other group members? Or ones who may be following Smile. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> she she seems somewhat confused. No? The rest of them seem adequate? Adequate. Yes. Yeah, I would agree with you. <laughs> thank you. Again, she, thank you. She wishes you well on your journey. Sol does a, a last final, the proper curtsy they were raised upon. Mm-hmm. And kind of lifts himself back up. And does kind of like a walk away that's a bit more taller than they normally do. Okay but it's it's more talking back in Silvish and Elvin is making them act a bit more. Mm-hmm. Going to bring it back like old memories, to. yeah. Yeah, a bit more of a straight back than they've been doing. They've kind of been slouchy. <laughs> 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 All right, so they walk back to the party. All right. Okay. All right, let's get going. <laughs> you know a thing? Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, no. No, I don't. It, it was oh, more okay. me than you, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, Okay. Don't don't worry, Marcus. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, Marcus has a, Marcus has a worry, has a concern. Oh, honey, it's gonna be okay. We're gonna we're gonna get through this together, okay? Okay. I am fine. I am concerned for Marcus as a character. Like, uh huh. And how does Marcus Mar- feel? Marcus is shook. <laughs> as I said, he is worried that essentially his knowledge of a, himself. In my head, I what I'm feeling, thinking now is Marcus has forgotten that he was, I don't know, maybe an entity. Take possession of the Marcus shell and has integrated all the memories and completely forgotten that whoever marked the entity that possessed Marcus has forgotten whatever he was then. So Is Marcus telling the group this? No, no, this is, this is me. This is just you. This, okay. Yeah, this is just me talking to you. Okay. Um, so it, it, it's weird. It's he is having this internal kind of. Well, who am I? Am I this? Am I this? Am I this? And his brain is kind of just like at the moment. Yeah, Soul's gonna take you on their horse then. Just yeah, take care of you. 
Sol's gonna take care of you for a bit. <laughs> Sol kind of like puts Marcus in front of them on the horse. And He's just a kinda, babbling mess. Yeah. Tries to sit him up properly, but he kind of wobbles a little bit. So Sol has to like kind of use their arms to like adjust his position half the time. I don't suppose you'd like to shell whatever it is you discussed, Vexel? You don't have no. to. No, no, it's it's private affairs. I'll um maybe in a bit. We'll see, we'll see. But if we all wouldn't mind getting on our horses now that Soul's like properly adjusted while still adjusting Marcus mm. constantly, shall we get going and figure out this orc army and stuff, and you know stick to the path and never get off of it? Oh, all yeah. right. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Well, shall we, we go? Should, how, so how are we going to discuss as we ride? That it is a little. We won't be going at a very fast pace if we do that. Uh, what? 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 I don't know. I'm confused. What? What did you say? How are we going to discuss our plans while we ride? Well, trot. Okay, we're going to lose some time that way, but I suppose it's faster than just sitting here. Wouldn't we lose time if we stayed? Yes. Anyway? Yes, I or know. went back. That's what I said. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, onward. All right, so back on the southern continent map, you guys move back onto the road. You travel northwest until you arrive back on the road. So you guys travel northwest and you return to the road here. Mm-hmm. Give me perception checks, please. You got it. Sure. Oh God. Nine. Speaks with dogs was traveling with you to, to make sure you got back onto the road, and they say that the army, the, the group that's traveling to the east, they march in a strange way. No, she's not entirely sure if it's normal or not, because she hasn't seen very many, she's never seen a two-leg army before. But it travels like one large force, and then ahead of it is a much smaller force. She does not understand if this is a, if these are scouts or if this is some other sort of strategy that they're taking. But whenever they camp, whenever they stop moving, uh, the a large group of them camps together, uh, and then another the other force that stays ahead don't ever camp with the rest of them. Huh. She doesn't understand what it means or what or why they would do such a thing, but that is how they. So they just it. keep moving. No, they, they all camp for the night, but they don't camp together. Oh. Yeah, they're separate. This, this forward group always camps by itself. Huh. And the forward group is the small one or the large one? It's the lar- it's the small one. The forward group is the okay. smaller group. She says that she wishes you luck, and if you fail, she wishes you a good death. Oh, thanks. Thank you. All right, she, uh, she rides away. Goodbye. Fuck, man. I thought they'd like us better. <laughs> could have gone better. But... Definitely could have gone better. I mean, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't attack you guys. I think that went about as well as it could have. Soul is disappointed because they want everyone to be their friend. <laughs> and everybody usually Although, is just their friend. Yeah, kind of. They have this odd expectation of people liking them. <laughs> Except for Biff. Biff showed off. <laughs> Biff thinks he knows me. Biff doesn't know shit. <laughs> Biff was Talk literally told your life story by Symphonia. Where did Toxus Dogs say the army was? They're to the west. They're moving east. Okay. They're moving to the east, and they're moving uh, sort of along the road. Alrighty. Yeah. Awesome. I guess we'll have to, like, keep going forward on this path as long as we're in the Stuntar territory. So is our plan to just walk 
the West. We don't no, really our plan know. is very complicated, and it even got more complicated after the last part because uh, here are the moving parts as I see them. We have an impending orc army that, uh, if we do not stop them, they will probably slaughter all the other centaurs. So that is the top priority, stopping them from getting there. Also, it seems that uh, our friends in the real might not be as friendly, but I think more likely there is some sort of organization trying to start trouble between the sides. And most likely to cover the attack so that the village army cannot come and reinforce the centaurs. Part number one is just going to take a lot of doing. I'm not sure how we're going to stop an army on our own, but I don't think we have time to do anything else. So I want to interject real quick, because I wasn't sure if maybe I wasn't clear on something. The centaurs are really not concerned much about the orcs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because they're so much faster than the orcs. Oh. Like, they could literally pull up stakes and just get the fuck out of, out of the way. And the orcs could never catch them, so okay. they they're not really in any danger. So if I if I led you to believe that, I apologize. <clears throat> well, I just kind of assumed that they're cocky yeah. shits. I feel like there's a big bad coming on, not prepared for the kind of shit that's coming down to their doorstep. Well, that's very true. If they were going to try to fight them straight up, but that's not <clears throat> that's not how they would fight anyway. That's no. not their way. They 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 <laughs> fight like they fight like assholes. So glad we did not have to fight the centaurs. I don't know. Everybody. Very, very much so. Something most halflings, I believe, would have the fear of being stepped on, mm-hmm. or they're into it. Whoa! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're not here to kink shame. Next. All right. So Marcus is still on my horse, though, because I'm trying to like mm-hmm. keep him fucking calm. Yep. I think he's getting better. He had a moment. Yeah. Soul's been kind of just like petting his head, <laughs> just running, running their hair, their fingers through his hair, just kind of. Trying to anything. <laughs> Attempting. Just like, does this feel good? Does, does this feel good? What Whoa. makes you happy? <laughs> if you have to ask, you're doing it wrong. Uh-huh. Well, Soul's not asking. Just like, there's a lot of thoughts. They're trying to see, like, your emotional state. So they, they just kind of do one thing until, like, it doesn't seem it does anything. So they just switch to another mo- motion. He's doing better. He's working through his thoughts. He does so quietly. So... If you guys are so convinced that the centaurs are fine, then fine. But I'm still worried, first of all, for the village people. And second of all, the smaller force, I've considered what if it is refugees or some sort being chased by the army. It would be strange that they would camp at the same time, but it would explain why they are separate. Hmm. Either that or they're a scouting group. If their bodies turn Perhaps. up, maybe then the following group can find out whether or not there's anyone attacking. I don't understand strategy per se, but it's the one thing I could think of. Nor do I uh, understand orc society. True. I didn't read a lot about them. I just wasn't as interested. <laughs> like nervous laughter because Soul's just the, like, they aren't as pretty as other creatures. The orcs themselves don't really write much. It's all from other perspectives anyways. Can I do a knowledge history to see if I know anything about orcs or why they would do something like that? Yes, you're welcome to. Okay, Eh, 23. The orcs, as a race, they have had a rough go of things. Mm -hmm. Most of of them have been either pushed out of various places, they've been uh, defeated in wars over the course of of history, they've been rooted out of mountains, they have been purged from various entire regions of the world. They're not well-liked 
They're hated in most, most places. They're seen as dangerous and bestial barbarians. There's a couple places where they still have fairly strong little mini-empires. The only ones that are around you guys are still really, really far away. So if I was going to put this on Earth terms, if you guys were in, say, you lived in England, okay? Okay. The nearest orcs would be in, like, Saudi Arabia. Oh. So it's a long distance away. So So them being here is super, super unusual. It's super, super unusual, yes. As far as, like, their culture and society, orcs are... I based pretty Mm. much every group or country or race off of some Earth equivalent to some degree. Okay. Orcs were based off of the Aztecs. So they are a warrior culture. They have very high population. Uh, Sorry, they have a fanatical religion. Their warriors believe if they die in in battle, you know, they receive an eternal reward. They typically fight with total ferocity. Oh, oh, in in relation to Game of Thrones... (laughs) The beginning tribe that Khaleesi's in. Oh, the Dothraki? They're more based yeah. off of like they're more based off of like Mongolians. Oh, okay. okay. The, these guys are these guys are much more religious. Um, okay. And they are m- much more about inflicting and receiving pain. Oh. Their homeland is actually an incredibly dense jungle. They don't use iron weapons. At least they don't. It hadn't in the past. They they use obsidian. They have like obsidian. Uh, uh, Holy shit! Obsidian studded. Like, it's, it's not like solid obsidian. It's obsidian studded bone but, or wood. So they, they, they would use like a club that has obsidian on one edge to make a sharp edge, and then they would use that as a sword. So it's like the Aztec weapons. Yeah, like actual, like obsidian. actual historical yeah. Aztec weaponry. Yeah. Cool. What language do orcs speak? Orcish. Orcish. Okay. Yeah, they have their own language. Crap. They're not regarded as a friendly race, but they also have not been known to go on any sort of offensive conquest in a long time. They're sort of a, a race on the defense, typically. They're losing territory over time, not gaining it. So Soul's putting everything kind of off the top of their head. This is what I read. I don't know, like, a lot past that. Uh, they like pain. They like giving pain and taking pain, I think. So sounds awkward. I do not that. What more information books. can we gather from... What kind of books are you reading? Elvish ones. <laughs> okay. What, what more information can we gather from scouting this army that we don't know already? Well, once we're out of the plains, because I don't think they're in here yet, we can move around the path. I thought, I thought they were in the plains. Are they in the plains yet? How else would the centaurs know? Uh, Beardy? Oh, they're in the plains. They are in the plains. Okay, so we can't go off the path then to... Do you mind if I took another aerial uh, observation? I think they're quite wise. All right, I guess. I'm going to do the same process as okay. before. Pop out our so it's uh, it's nearing evening, by the way. Mm-hmm. So the sun is you know getting low in the sky to the west. Uh, you use the wings, you fly up, and you use your crossbow scope, and sure enough, you can see two camps. One is large, one is enormous. The large camp, you would guess to have between 300 and 400 individuals in it, and the large camp to have something in the range of five to 6,000 in it. So it's an enormous force. Now you're able to see the trail that they've left, mm-hmm. uh, where they've just sort of just cut a swath through the Red Plains by trampling down the grass, but also by killing and pretty much eating everything they could on the way to keep their army supplied. 
scorched earth. So it's sort of a scorched earth, yeah. There's there's fires burning, there's... <clears throat> and it, like, you can see the remains of, like, trees. Like, a random tree here and there that they would have cut down mm-hmm. for use. So there's, they're le- pretty much leaving nothing in, the, uh, in their wake. Can I make out whether or not they're both the same force? You know, they're both orcs? Give me a perception check. You got this, Levant. Get a good roll. Bam. So ah, 20! You got a 20. You're able to tell the difference, yes. The forward group is orcs. The rear group, mm-hmm. the big group, is also orcs. The mm-hmm. forward group, though, they have different banners. You see that they're currently striking camp, because it's getting dark. Mm-hmm. Or they're about to start resting soon. Mm-hmm. Their banners on the forward camp, they look like two almost interconnected lightning bolt-like symbols. Mm-hmm. You look at the larger group, and you can see a collection of different symbols. Some of them look like birds, some of them look like suns, some of them look like snakes. But just a lot of different banners in the bigger group. So if you had to guess, they're different clans or tribes. Mm-hmm. And only the one clan is camped forward. The one with the two interconnected lightning bolt symbols. And the sun is coming down, you said? Yeah, the, the sun is low in the sky to the west. Okay, before I come down, I'm going to put away my crossbow and enjoy this set from... <laughs> All right. So I was just, like, looking up. It's taking an awful long time. What's Lafette doing? Maybe she can't see anything. Maybe we should throw a rock. Although I probably have both arms, like, tight over my coat because I'm super nervous. Every time I pull up the crossbow, it's like... <laughs> Don't want to drop it? No, I want to drop it. And I'll come back down. Did you see anything? Anything interesting? Yes, it's uh, uh, quite a lot. So it seems that whatever is going on, this forward group is definitely somehow different from the others. I don't know if they are aligned or not. They might be refugees, like I said, but they may be the lead group or scouts. I think that they are probably some sort of outcasts or something of that nature because... All the rest of them are really a cavalcade of different groups, and only the one of them are uh, outcast. They're actually camped far enough away from each other that you think that, yeah, the de- the camps are definitely far enough away from each other that they're not they're not interconnected in any way. Like there's no mm-hmm. there's no like people running back and forth between the two camps. Should we maybe talk to the first camp? Does anyone know Arkish? I I do not. Uh-uh. I do not. Do you? Mark- do you know any Mark- languages? That's not one I decided to study. <laughs> so is this a small group? They're like, how many? 15? 20? Not mm, that kind of small. Uh, more like just three or six hundred, I believe. In the first group? Yes, in the, in the little one. The other one was a several thousand. I mean, I wasn't counting each individual orc, but... Uh... <laughs> Vera's not okay with this. Soul's not okay with this. <laughs> They both look very sweaty. <laughs> We're gonna have to do some serious things. I, I don't really think there's much to talk about. Uh, from what I know, no. orcs, orcs' main language is typically their swords. Oh, none of us are strong enough to do this. We were told to get information. We have received information, and we can try and get the others ready for this attack. Alright, let's hurry up and head back as fast as we can. Are we sure that's the only option? So we, is it, how comparable was the force at the fort compared to this? If this force got to the fort, it would mm-hmm. be a really, really bad battle. Even, even though the Citadel has strong walls and towers, it would be 
a very nasty siege. If the orcs were to attack the citadel, it would be nasty. If they were to bypass the citadel and get into the farmlands, it would be a slaughter. The village army could raise up a defensive force and beat these guys with not too much difficulty. But in the meantime, it would be heavily damaging to the western side of the country. I don't feel right just leaving it up to what we know is not strong enough of a force. What else is our options? We're too weak. We're only four people. What do you think we should do? If we could mislead them or, or turn them against one another. I don't agree with that. You don't? Why? Because I don't know them. So? How does that make it not work? A defensive side is smarter than going and pillaging. Either way, I don't... Pillaging? What? Soul's, like, really conflicted about how they're feeling lately when it comes to, like, wars or fighting. I'm trying to prevent as much fighting as possible right now. I'm trying... Then what do you want us to do? Because you speak in circles all the time. Just straight up... What should we do? I don't have a plan yet. I thought we would discuss it. Soul, Soul just kind of leaves their arms out and just waits for anything. It's just, I got nothing. Did Sorry. you see anything that could give us a clue on why there's two separate groups? The only thing I know is that the forward group is much more uniform. The others have the many banners. They seem to be many clans. The forward group is only one group. I assume they are some sort of outcast because they were not communicating in any way. It could be that, or they could just not get along with the other groups their own right. Maybe they feel superior? That is possible as well. And if we could somehow use that to our advantage, we could turn this around before it reaches the fort. I feel like the only problem is, is that even if we try to negotiate them into attacking the other force, there's only... How many? 300 of them? Well, it should slow them down enough that the Citadel could handle the rest. It's, I think, better than doing nothing. Warning people isn't nothing. Well, we can do both of those things. Not if we die. We can't. No, not if we die. I think we should diplomacy check to see if we can get them, get the uh, centaurs to help us take Marcus, what is a diplomacy us? check? What does that mean? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm out of character. I'm, this is me. <laughs> no. Okay, in character. I think we should go talk to the members all. See if they'll not help us, but help themselves. I, I think their helping Probably. themselves is getting the hell out. Yeah. So you think that our best option is to go straight back to the fort and just wait for these guys to show up? And do we participate in the battle? Part of me thinks that better option is to help them wipe out these with these. Or- so it's out a little like very quiet elvish whimper that says I want to go home <laughs> oh. I do not want to leave these people I do not want to do more damage than I've already done if we mm. just let them die I would never let it down we were told not to confront them it's mm. true that is true well I was wondering if some some of our party have skill in illusions it's not my forte but I have a little bit of my sleeve, you know, most gnomes do. If we could perhaps set up some traps or some tricks, something to make them think that they are antagonizing one another. I do not know if this is why, but... Do you guys think that we could pit them against each other somehow? <laughs> God, where, is the, where, are, where are the mushroom people when we need them? 
Let's just go back to Hildy and ask her for help. Ugh. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> oh god, we're screwed. I can, if we Wait. want, if I agree to go back now and work on a plan at Ville, that is fine. But we're not just running away from this. I'm not running away. If you want to run, then that's fine. Question, Beardy. Yeah. Do we know the location of the uh, dangerous Weaver Forest? Yeah, roughly. We, we, we were in it. Well, no. part of it, right? No, you were no, not no. in it. No. Oh, no. you're right. Oh, no. You never we would be, yeah. You'd all be dead. But we, but we do know that there's the Death Forest, right? Yeah, roughly, yeah. It's on the wrong side. I mean, it's it's on the south side of Ville. Like, if you're looking at the, the big map here. Is it, is it only that one, or is it both of the green? Oh, only that one. Oh. The other one is kept clean. It's just too far. If only we could... Ugh. My only thought was that going back, because we're scouting, is to help them know how much enforcements we need to build up so mm. that we can defend. That because otherwise, people are going to die far faster. I just feel... Alright, well, I scouted ahead enough so we didn't have this information. Uh, let us skip resting for the night and move back. Soul's ears kind of go down a little, just again. <laughs> I do still feel like we should tell... The centaurs know about the orcs. I know, but I'm not telling them. I think we should try to diplomacy them into, hey, these guys are invading your area too. They Why? know. We were trying to do that already. Yeah. It is not going to happen. They don't want to work with two-leggers. We'd have to solve their the first like attack problem before, yeah, they, before would... they would work with us. Did anyone uh, make a record of that dead symbol that was done? Farrah did. I did. Okay. She's smart. Perhaps <laughs> that is what we can do next, then, is find out those culprits as fast as possible. If we move quickly, we could procure more allies. That's true. Shall we run through the night? I think that'd be your best bet. Alright. Adjust Marcus so that he's properly on the horse, because he's kind of been sliding all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... You... Yeah, my pony. <laughs> so you spot their armies... And you travel back to the east, back to the citadel? Yep. Okay, so you ride through the night, and through the next day you arrive, you are fatigued as a group, <laughs> but you arrive back at the citadel. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time.